listening to Vibing with Cell. My name's Cell. I have an Instagram and it is vibing.with.cell, S-E-L. And today I'm here with my friend, Mylette. Hi. Today we're going to talk about a few different things. I don't know what it is yet, but you will listen to it and you're going to like it. All right, first question is, do you put ketchup on pancakes? Absolutely not. That is disgusting. That, <laughs> that is a sweet food. You can put honey on it. You can put jam on it. You can put pretty much anything except ketchup. <laughs> That's disgusting. But do you actively use ketchup? Like, would ketchup be your number one condiment of choice? Oh, absolutely not. Okay, cool. Because me either. Ketchup's kind of disgusting. Uh, the only time I used to actually eat ketchup was before I was vegan. And I would get, like, sandwiches from Crinkles. Mm-hmm. Now I just, like, now I can, but yeah, so I worked at Crinkles for a little bit. When I, when I I say little bit, I mean like three, four, maybe five days tops. And only, how how did you deal with the smell? That's the thing. So when I went, when I started working there, I was fresh out of culinary school, fresh out of Johnson and Wales, Miami. And I was like, I'm going to work at this place. Why? I don't know. I was like, it's close to the house. I don't have to drive. Ew. Yeah. And then, and like, I had offers from like restaurants in Asbury and everything. I was like, I'll just start here because it's so much less, like, less fast paced. And then I started working there and I was like, there's no shot that this place has been in business this long. Like, okay. There's no shot that this place has been in business this long. The fucking freezers were disgusting like literally mold everywhere the oh that's nasty yeah the grill that they would use to like make food they would not clean it until like the end of the week the way that they would clean it is taking a a grease built up spatula and literally like scraping it against the grill and like pushing it to the side man that just made my stomach hurt yeah (laughs) and then like you know how restaurants have like the grease drop or whatever and like you have to like switch it out? Uh, yeah. They would yeah. they would have a monthly reminder to change it and they wouldn't even change it. They would look at it like I was there, maybe it was my second day and I was there and it was like that time of the month and they were supposed to change the oil and the guy like the tall guy that works there. Oh, this is gonna be disgusting. Yeah. I have a feeling this <laughs> is gonna be so disgusting. <laughs> the tall guy that works there was like, all right, I'll show you how to do it. Mind you, this thing's fucking heavy because it's all this fucking peanut oil and like fucking beef fat into this and fucking debris. Yeah, just cr- a month old debris that yeah. sometimes was forgotten. All your all your fried chicken nuggies just in there, but so a tub of lard. Yeah, pretty you much. You were lifting yeah. up a tub of lard. Yeah. But also, it was like, he opens the hatch up, and he's like, so usually we look at the color and see, like, if we have to change it or not. And I'm like... What do you mean, if? Exactly. So I was like, <laughs> excuse me, what? <laughs> what? What do you mean? <laughs> you have to change this. And this is like, you know, obviously, a lot of people think that, you know, you go to culinary school and, like, you're, like, you think you know everything. But it's like, that's just common decency, like... And I'm like that's ev- disgusting. Every time I leave, oh my god! Every time I leave your house, I make that right, and I go straight down until that light where Crinkles is, <sighs> and then I'm like, "There's like how? How are they still open?" But also, you gotta realize like the demographic around here. So then it's like 
people don't really care. They're like, oh, this is good food. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> we didn't go into Crinkles growing up because my mom couldn't stand the smell. Oh, so we never got food from there. We never went in there. Like, I don't even use the ring, uh, the liquor store that's like right next to it. Oh no, because it's super the creepy. Smell. Oh yeah, the people are super fucking creepy. It's like a Ugh. weird smell of cigarettes, which is because they smoke in there. They that's smoke, nasty. Yeah, they smoke as as they're cooking. And, Ew. yeah, they smoke in the back office. They smoke, like, if it's, so when I started working there, it was, like, maybe, like, uh, August, August, September-ish, right? And when I started working there, it was, like, hot still outside. So they would open the freezer so they could cool down, which is fine. You know, people do that. But no one said you have the authority to fucking smoke a cigarette back there as the freezer's open. Also, they didn't cover their food when they would, like, put it in the fridge or the, like, freezer. It was disgusting. I was literally, like, you know, uh, it wow. was, yeah, it was gross. Wow, so I definitely didn't miss the help bite. Yeah. Yeah, I did not miss out. Yeah, it was disgusting. <laughs> like, my dad came to visit me there one time because he was just, like, so proud. Like, literally re- was recording me on the, fu- like, on his phone because I was fucking flipping eggs. But it was, like, um, he ordered a sandwich, and since it got so busy, they put me on register rather than working the uh, grill. And then my dad asked for his sandwich to be cut. And you know how like, you get a squ- like you get a sandwich, and they cut it diagonally? Yeah. Like, they cut it down the middle, and my dad was so pissed. And he, like, definitely told them, like, four times to cut it, like, diagonal. And, he, like, he... <laughs> He texted me as I was still at work. Like I was probably like just leaving there because I would ride my bike. It was just better exercise. Yeah. And I was riding my bike home. I'm so sorry for the background noise, but I was riding my bike home, and I get a text, and it was like him with an angry face, and he was like, "They fucking cut my sandwich wrong. How did they do that?" When I told them five times, and I was like, "You pay for what you get. You got a three dollar sandwich." in the hood like i don't i don't know what you're really expecting out of it clearly to have it cut diagonally yeah <laughs> that is that is his only expectation for them to follow direction yeah but anyways so the only time i would have ketchup ever is one ketchup chips because those were bussing those no were, what no i didn't grow up like use okay so growing up my mom never like put anything on our food so we never put anything on our food because that's how she served it like you know no that's the thing i can't i don't like the taste of ketchup at all because i never used it growing up but ketchup chips don't taste like ketchup nope nope any because i don't like i don't like ketchup either but like ketchup chips do not taste like ketchup if it has ketchup in it no it just has a bottle on the bag it does not taste like ketchup Nope, it's psychosomatic. It's all in my brain. I'm gonna make you a sandwich and like slip, slip ketchup. <laughs> I'm gonna put potato chips and slip one ketchup chip in there. You're like, wow, this t- sandwich tastes so good. And I'm like, there's a ketchup chip in there. <laughs> but anyway, so I would only have ketchup if I were to get a breakfast sandwich from Crinkles, and I put because they were always so dry, and for whatever reason, like. We just did not keep barbecue sauce at the house at that point. And you know I'm a slut for some barbecue sauce. Yeah. So I would use, like, the tiniest dollop of ketchup and then just, like, fucking 
over pour like pepper and like a little bit of salt on there that way it would get rid of like the most ketchup taste but i needed some kind of moisture to that sandwich and that would be it i feel that i think breakfast sandwiches are my only exception but that's only if i'm getting any sandwich with pork roll Mm -hmm. but it has to be like an actual breakfast sandwich like if i make myself like a pork roll and cheese sandwich like i'm not putting ketchup on it you don't mean taylor ham no no i don't (laughs) (laughs) no you do not you don't mean canadian bacon absolutely not have you had canadian bacon that does not taste the same at all no No. i can't say i have i used to cook with it a lot in culinary school but i can't say that i've had it it's very rubbery not a fan not a fan i was like never a fan of like like kibasa or like sausages in general like the fucking breakfast sausages that come in the yellow box i could never have those i would one always get sick which is why i'm vegan now and and uh, like people are gonna be like that's not real sausages which i know but it's also i love the breakfast sausage though i can't you get the maple syrup flavored ones so good my entire childhood right there my stomach is turning um <laughs> no but like chaos like my dad loves like different like kind of like sausages and stuff and i'm just like no nah, i can't do it brother that is just not in my journey at all but um yeah i i don't know i uh, just even like cooking them sometimes i like school i just be like this is disgusting and i would take breaks like running out of the kitchen because i couldn't like smell it yeah that sounds awful yeah sounds like an awful experience yeah that is my life (laughs) an awful experience that is also my oh life. My lips <laughs> <laughs> said we can go balls deep on this episode, so we're going to do that. All right, you ready? As ready as I'm going to be, apparently. What is something about your relationship with your parents that you wish was better? Oh, I have to pick one thing? You can pick... You can say... This episode can be an hour long. It does not matter. You can say whatever you want. Oh, wow. Okay. I... One thing that I wish was better with my parents... Man, I... I wish they were open to learning different types of love languages... And also taking accountability for their actions because they like to pretend that nothing really happened or I should be over certain things. And it's just like, okay. But then, like, my mom in particular will flip it around and be mad and frustrated and upset with me over something that I did months ago that she didn't even tell me that I did. Yeah. And then scream at me how she has as much time as she wants or needs to get over something, but she can't reciprocate that. Mm-hmm. So it's like they they don't want to take accountability for anything, really. I also wish, like... I wish my mom wasn't so cruel to my dad, too. Mm-hmm. Because she's cruel to him. Like, 
She's really fucking mean. And in a type of a mean in a way that makes me scared mm-hmm. to marry someone because one, I see a lot of myself in my mother and at the same time we're very different people, but sometimes yo, when I get mad <laughs> So that's another thing. I was gonna bring that up too. I um I was gonna talk about this in like uh well I actually did, but I just didn't upload that episode yet. But the love that we see when we're younger shapes how our relationships are gonna be when we're older. And I see that a lot, like not only in myself, but I see that like even with my siblings because my mom and my like my mom and my dad aren't all my siblings mom and dad you know like my brothers have different dads or some of them have different moms and we're never like that's my half or that's like whatever like no that's that's, still your that's still your sibling regardless and like we actually forget that we're halves sometimes until like someone says it or like let's say i'm at like a family party and like one of my siblings other parents is there i'm like oh that's right like you're not my dad's kid (laughs) you know but also it's like I feel like the way that you see love growing up, especially like when you're younger, like a child, you think that certain actions that go on is okay. And then you grow up and you're like, well, this person isn't loving me the way that I was taught or the way that I was shown as I was older, as I was younger. So then you think of that to be in your, like, does that make sense? Yes, that does make total sense. But like, The cool thing, I guess, the cool thing, if you want to fucking call it that, um, about going to therapy, since I was, like, small, prepubescent small, Mm -hmm. is that I learned, especially by the time I got into high school, and more so towards, like, the end of high school, that the way my parents love each other and the way that my parents love me is not how it should be like that is not a functioning relationship and i very much acknowledge that and i i crave to be loved differently than the way they love me yeah so that's what i i seek that out in relationships and you've seen it firsthand i get Mm. that initially yeah and then it turns into just this like i feel like that's why i love so hard on my friends because yeah. the love that I seek from even, like, my mom, like, we know is, is not really there. But, like, like she <laughs> she loves me, you know? She, she lo- loves you in her, in her way, but not yeah. in the way you want. Yeah, she loves me in her way. But I feel like I love people so hard and I love, like, my friends so hard. And I could fucking go on a date with somebody and be like, oh, my God, like, I think I might like this person. Yeah. Not crazy, but, like, you know, but... I feel like we tend to seek out the love that we've always yearned for when yeah. we were younger. And that goes to, you know, childhood trauma and just fucking growing up with different crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also wish, like, my parents were more goddamn present yeah. with me. Like... They also used to demonize a lot of things about me, about, like, my emotions and my feelings, because you think I'm a crybaby now? How do you think when I was younger? Yeah. Like, I was ten times worse. I was overstimulated. I was depressed. I wasn't 
and I was in like an active environment where like alcohol abuse was taking place and substance abuse was taking place and like physical and mental and emotional abuse was all taking place mm-hmm. and it was just this big pile of chaos. Mm-hmm. So they would get mad at me when I was upset and I'm just like, yo, I literally my worst, like not my worst, but like my thing that I hate I don't want to say the I mean, I hate it very strongly is you bring up things to your parents and like, I don't remember that. That didn't happen. Yes. Oh my God. That's my favorite catchphrase. Oh my God. Oh. Like bringing up certain things to like my mom and she's just like, that didn't happen. And then sometimes like, you know, like. In your heart, you know that it did, mm-hmm. but then you ha- you constantly have this person saying, like, no, that didn't, no, happen. It didn't happen, or me saying it to, like, other family members, that didn't really happen, and then so you kind of think, like, did it actually happen, or, like, did I dream that, and, like, me being me, like, I've always had crazy dreams where they seem real, so sometimes it's hard for me to differentiate, like, things that I have dreamt, or, like, things that actually yeah. happened, but, like, when I have the physical scars to prove it, that shit happened, bro, like, that shit 100% happened. yeah. Yeah, that is my favorite. Like, I bring up, like, shit that happened in my childhood that I vividly remember. Yeah. That is actually, like, you know, traumatizing. It's not all traumatizing. Like, of course, I have, like, my good childhood memories. Yeah. But if I bring up something that, like, happened that I remember, that didn't happen. Yeah. And it's like, fuck you mean it didn't happen? I know it happened. You're just telling me it didn't happen because you don't want to feel bad and you don't want to acknowledge it and you don't want to be accountable. Oh my god. My let's say take your fucking accountability, bitch. Seriously. Mr. Bitch. That's like a catchphrase on my podcast right now. It's bitch, Mr. Bitch. <laughs> I actually had someone DM me on Instagram. They were like, yo, your podcast is so good. And when you said Mr. Bitch, I really just be thinking that sometimes. So thank you for saying it. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's so fucking funny. It did sound a little crusty. I was wiping my eye and my eye sounded a little crusty. I promise I wash my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's my job to wash my face. I promise I do it. Um, what's your favorite childhood memory? Or top three? Oh. I could say mine first, and then you could think about yours. Yeah, you go first. Okay, one of my favorite childhood memories is when I was five, and um, my siblings and my parents and I went to Disney World, and I went to... Well, okay, so my dad works a lot. You know this. Yeah. And um, so when we went to Disney World, he had just finished doing, like, a long shift, and so we took the train to Florida. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me and my long travel series. Um, but we took the train to Florida. And I would say, like, so the day... So remember when Haunted Mansion with Eddie Murphy came out? Yes. So in Disney World, they had just put up the Haunted Mansion thing. And I love that movie. Like, I've been a horror movie girl since that movie. Oh, yes. And so they made, like, a haunted mansion kind of thing. So when you first go in, 
it was kind of like an escape room kind of thing. This is how I also found out I was claustrophobic because when you're in this room, <laughs> you're in this room and it's like kind of like closing in on you, like the walls like side to side are closing in, but there's like a hallway, but it's still like closing in. So it made you have to like walk forward. That was like fucking traumatizing. But, oh, yeah. you know, this is still part of my core memory, like core happy memories, because the first time we went through it was just Jordan and I think my mom and I. And we went through, and I was, like, scared because all these things were jumping out at you. Mind you, I'm, like, five, barely speak, you know, and I'm going through, and I'm, like, terrified. But then later in the day, because my dad was sleeping all day, and my brothers went off to do something else, I think. And later in the day, I was, t- like, telling dad about it. I was telling my dad how cool it was. Deep down, I knew, like, how fucking scared I was when I went into it. But I was trying to, like tell him so he can like go with us so then i think either later that day or the next day we went to do the haunted mansion thing mm-hmm. and one he took a picture of me with me on his shoulders and i don't know why but i used to love when he would do that and then that's cute that's I, really cute um, my dad's my means um and then so when we went in for the second time i was like dad a ghost is gonna jump out at you and he's like what are you saying because little accent you know so he's like what (laughs) and i was like the ghost the ghost is gonna jump out at you and then at the end of it um you know how like fun houses have like the mirrors and like you yes so and the haunted mansion thing i hope that that's still there because i definitely want to go to disney world this year and i really hope that that thing is still there i want to go to disney world all right let's go okay i'm down okay we're going to disney world you go to disney world we're going to but um so we went in and like at the end of it they have the mirrors and in the mirrors this is what freaked me out the first time in the mirrors like you're standing there and it's just like a it looks like a regular mirror yeah and then there's like the ghosts that are in the movie that are behind oh, Jesus you Christ. so then when we went the second time i was like dad like there's a ghost behind you there's a ghost behind you and then so he saw and he was like oh my god and, like dad actually got scared by one of them because um, as the ghosts come out at you, there's, mm-hmm. like, someone behind you going like this. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like... That's how you get punched. That's how you get hurt. Yeah, and when you when you have both military families, that is not the smartest. No. <laughs> like, both military uh, parents, I mean. But it was funny. So that would be one. Two would be, you know, your girl loves her cars. We went to racetrack in, um... English town, and they would have like the monster trucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I had like the stop picking at that. But we would have, um, we would like dad would always take Jordan and I for like the monster trucks, even though I love like the dragsters and everything else. Mm-hmm. But, um, I had this one monster truck that I loved, and it was like the name was like Mighty Mutt or something. It was like yellow, and it had like actual dog ears and like of course around. Did. Of course, I love dogs. And then around, like, the top... What is that thing called? Like, the thing above the tire was, like, teeth. Ooh. Yeah, it was super cool. Like, I'll show you a picture of it. But, um... The guy was, like, jumping over... Like, in his monster truck, he was going over the cars. And then he, like, flipped over to where it was, like, completely flipped over. And everyone was like, oh, my God. Like, is he dead? Is he dead? And I was like... I literally took off my hat. Like, literally like this took off my hat slammed it on the ground i was like he's not dead he's got this and my dad's like i i think he might be hurt i was like no he's got this and i was like come on everybody cheer everybody cheer and then the guy got out from like underneath like of like the undercarriage Mm -hmm. and like took his helmet off and like waved and i was like ah 
and then and then like and then there was like these grown men picking me up like ah she cheered him on you know and then like after after like that um they had made him like go to like whatever like the first aid or whatever and so i was like yeah we gotta go and then so i ended up meeting him and he was like that's cool yeah that's a good core memory yeah and then so he so he saw me and i was like i cheered for you i cheered for you and then he was like i heard you were the little girl that cheered for me and then gave me a shirt and signed it now what happened with that shirt my mom accidentally bleached it and then she threw it out but solid yeah but still that was a core memory very solid yeah um three hmm Three, I feel like, would be my fifth birthday. I feel like that was my only birthday I liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was my birthday before anything bad happened to me, so I feel like oh that would be three. <laughs> All right, now you. All right, so one of them, oh, my God. So when I was, like, 12, my brother had to be eight or nine. He was definitely eight because we're four years apart so we went to florida on a family vacation and we stayed at my grammy's house the first night which was nice and everything and then we spent the next day there and then we went to this motel but before there actually at my grammy's house we had nothing to do because it's like an elderly community there was That's no you kids around with a balloon and have the time of your life oh no we we made our own fun because one, my Grammy had a lemon tree, mm. and you know your girl eats lemons. Oh, I could definitely like, eat a whole lemon. Like, oh my god, skin and everything. I can't eat the skin, but I love <laughs> me some lemons. So I got to pick my own lemons, which was pretty dope. And then my parents had this bright idea that me and my brother could go catch lizards, because I was definitely that fucking girl. Oh, I love lizards. Oh my god, I hate snakes. Love lizards. Oh my god, it was, I was just like, yes, let's do it. So they bought us a bug catcher and a bug catcher net, okay? So it's tiny, it's like this big. And we're catching lizards, like, it looked like something out of, like, Crocodile Hunter. Mm-hmm. That's how me and my Crikey. brother. Crikey! <laughs> me and my brother were, like, on the ground hunting these lizards. And my Grammy gave us one rule. She said, do not go in the abandoned house next door. And of course you went. Oh, fuck yeah, we went because they had a whole sunroom. We go in there and we just start. Sunrooms like, are like the best. Like, I I hope my, like, future house has a sunroom. If not, I'm going to make that shit. Yes. And you know I will. Yes. Sunrooms are so nice. Mudrooms are so nice. Oh, I love it. Mudroom? What is that? A mudroom is, like, essentially the same thing as a oh. sunroom. Essentially. But the ones in Florida are just, like, cement. Like, it wasn't actually finished. Like, it wasn't, oh, like, okay. level with the house or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was abandoned, so it's, like, kind of decrepit. We we go in there, because it's not locked. Mm-hmm. We literally just walked over and opened the door. And you looked inside, and there were just lizards everywhere. Like, And this is wall- Florida, so they're definitely <laughs> everywhere. The walls were coated in lizards. Like, stacked on stacked on stacked. You walked like, in their house. Yeah, exactly. And, like... They like we spooked them and they started like falling from the ceiling and everything. Like when but, you like when you take a dildo and you stuck it to the ceiling and it just plops. Down. Precisely, exactly <laughs> what happened. So, me and my brother are having the time of our lives, and we caught like 
too many lizards for this tiny bug catcher. Like, they were crammed. Your brother just there. has them in a shirt, like, folded up. <laughs> no, because that was the thing. We weren't allowed to take them out like that. We could keep them in the bug catcher, but, like, we could only keep them in the bug catcher. <laughs> so we, we were trying to... I'd be fucking be- putting a little Rico in my pocket. Fuck you mean. <laughs> you going so- home with me, buddy. <laughs> Come on, Victor, Rico, Paco, let's go. Oh my Come on, Bobnos. What do you mean? So they're my brothers now. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so we return to our parents with an unhealthy amount of lizards. <laughs> like it was definitely not safe for them all to be squashed like that. They're just all in there like yeah oh yeah they were packed like sardines it was so bad so my parents were like oh we we gotta let them go like we have to free them Mm -hmm. because it weighed like two pounds (laughs) and so we released the lizards which which looked like an apocalyptic moment it there were so many and they all jumped on my brother (laughs) oh my god (laughs) and just coated him with lizards and we got him off him, or we thought, like, one of them popped out of his hair, like, ten minutes later when we were getting ready for bed. But because we let all the lizards out, like, too close to the door, like, at least a good 15 of them got in the house. That's and my fun. Grammy was just screaming about the lizards. <laughs> so that's definitely a good, good childhood memory. Um... Another one, I guess this is like a reoccurring thing as well as a memory. Mm-hmm. So my family and I would go on boardwalk days where we would go to like seaside mm-hmm. and we would go to the water park and we would go to the boardwalk. Like we, we had an adventure day. Pre-MTV Jersey Shore. Yes, because that was my entire childhood. My entire childhood was going to the on my, boardwalk. Yeah, on my birthdays, um, my dad and my mom, we used to go to um, Seaside. And actually, I drowned in the pool. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so you know you know how like it used to have the water park? I don't know if it's still there or not. but Yeah. It is? Yeah. Oh, I haven't been there. I haven't been there since like before Sandy. Yeah, last time I went was before Sandy. Yeah, but, um, so across from the water park was, like, the motel, and we used yeah. to always stay at that motel, and I went in the pool, and I could swim, but the pool was very deep, like, the pool hit, like, 10 feet, mm-hmm. and I'm only, like, 3 feet, not even yet, and I go in, and there's, like, this little girl, like, same age as me, and she's swimming on the deep end, she's like, come swim over here, you can swim, I'm like, okay. And I go, and my mom's not paying attention. I'm like, mom, look at me. I'm swimming. I'm swimming. Oh, and Jesus. then I realize that I can't, because I'm just so happy. And then I realize that I can't touch the floor. And then I start freaking out. And then my mom literally, like, dives over, like, my older brothers and goes oh to, like, swim God. to me in the pool. And I'm, like, drowning. And then, like, I have to stay in the motel the whole day. And she's, like, watching me because I swallowed so much chlorine. She thought I was going to die. <laughs> i'm like laughing but that was definitely like very like that was very scary for being like four no not even i was like maybe six or seven pre-gracie so i was like pre-gracie i was like maybe like six or seven all right okay yikes (laughs) big yikes so we would have these long ass trips because you know seaside is a drive and we would do seaside one day like we would go early in the morning and when i say early in the morning 
we were there by like 9 a.m. early in the mm-hmm. morning, like full on set, ready to go. Yeah. And we would have days like this. And we would always get candy at, like, I love saltwater taffy. Saltwater taffy. Oh, my God. My dad will only eat saltwater taffy from Seaside. I I really only prefer saltwater taffy. Like, I'll... I'll... Have you had it at, um... What what is the other one? Uh, Point Pleasant? Yes. Is it good? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. It's very, very similar to Seaside. Because they have, like, a whole saltwater taffy store. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I got a candy apple there from there when my tooth got stuck. Besides the point. On with your story, soldier. <laughs> <laughs> so we would have these long-ass days, and every single time at the end of the trip, me and my brother would, like, sit in the very, very back seat of the minivan or the truck or whatever goddamn vehicle we took, and him and I would, like, fall asleep on each other. And... Oh, it just resonates with my soul. Mm-hmm. Like, it resonates with my soul. Because it's just, like, so content. And then when iPods came out, like, I would just listen to music and he would fall asleep on me. And I'd just, like, sit there with my arm wrapped around his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And even now, if he wants to do something as a family, he's like, I can even fall asleep on you, like, before. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck me. All right, I'm in. <laughs> like, I guess it's, like, the core memory of, like, that's our sibling bonding. Yeah. So that's another one. You ready for the next one? So ready? Are you ready, Mr. Krabs? I'm ready, Mr. Krabs. When's the last time you told your parents you love them? (laughs) (laughs) Do I have to mean it? Like, I love them and I actually mean it? Or just, I love them? When's the last time you, like, said it and you meant it? Many a moons ago, very fucking long time ago, well over a year. Haven't said it in a month of Sundays. (laughs) Yeah, basically, like, I just haven't, like... I definitely tell my dad I love him every day. I don't see my dad enough (laughs) to do that, but I also have a shit relationship with my dad. So, like, you know, don't really, I don't really know. Like, they say it, and I feel like they mean it, but for the longest time... My mom, my mom ingrained in us that every time we leave, no matter how mad you are, da 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 da, da you always say "I love you" when you leave because you never know what's gonna happen to somebody. Mm-hmm. And like, it seemed like such an over exaggeration, and because you know, bratty person, bratty mm-hmm. teenager, yeah, moody ass kid, yeah. Except like, it really stuck when my brother had his first girlfriend and like his first high school girlfriend and her brother her brother died Mm. because he got into a car accident like someone hit him somebody hit him and the last thing he said to his mom was that he hated her so like that like hurt in a different spot and I was like alright like I get it mm-hmm. but like we really don't do that anymore so I don't I don't fucking know like <laughs> I mean it when I say it to my brother <laughs> I said it to him like yesterday I think <laughs> I last time I said it to my mom I probably said it like maybe a few weeks ago but I think it's cause I watched like a really sad movie yeah, and I just walked sentimental. I walked past and I was like, You suck eggs, but I love you still and that was it. 
Because, you know, like, in Spongebob, they're like, you suck eggs. So, like, I was like, you suck eggs, but I love you. Even though you suck eggs. And then, and then that was it. Um, but I definitely tell my dad, like, every day. Like, I'll, t- I'll text my dad. Or, like, my dad will, I don't know if I showed you, but dad will send me, like, um, he'll send me, like, the little, like, avatar things of himself. <laughs> like, the bitmoji things. And, like. If, like, I haven't, like, talked to him for the day, he'll send me one, and it's, like, him waving, and then I send him back one of the ones that it's, like, the heart thing, like this, mm-hmm. and then, um, or he'll just send me, like, a kissy face, and I'll send him one back, and then, you know, if I need something with my car, I'm like, thank you, I love you so much, I appreciate you, and I feel like my dad, I feel like he enjoys me hearing that I appreciate him more than me saying I love him, you know, because mm-hmm. I that's a little miserable you know like, yeah <laughs> but like i feel like i honestly feel like same for me too like someone can be like i love you and i'd be like i love you too but if someone's like i appreciate you i'm like my heart you appreciate me little me yeah yeah appreciation hits a little different than yeah. love i feel like because appreciation is like i'm so happy that you exist yes like appreciation is such a personal emotion to have and to give to somebody because you're essentially giving it like you are appreciating something that somebody did but you're like letting them know so you're giving them that knowledge but i feel like love especially with our generation and how we were raised like i feel like love is such a forced concept yeah among families like you're supposed to love your parents you're supposed to love your siblings you're supposed to love like your family members but i feel like that's not always the case yeah like and it's also it's also kind of tricky with like family members because it's like i don't know if i would say i love you but if you died i definitely cry yeah that's like a big yeah. thing for me like i don't know i don't know if i love you like i definitely don't love who you are as a person but if you died today i definitely cry yeah Like, I would shed a tear, or several. Like, I would be upset. (laughs) I would be a little... But I don't think I would say that I love you. I don't don't think I would ever say that. (laughs) Because I I don't feel like that's real. But I get it. Like, like my my one aunt, her her and my mom do not get along. And (laughs) funny side note, when I was growing up, whenever my mom would get real pissed off at me, backstory, she, she would call me Yvette because that's her sister's fucking name. Mm-hmm. And 75% of the conversation was me screaming back that my name's not fucking Yvette. Mm-hmm. So my mom's sister, Yvette, I don't even call, like, she's my aunt, but, like, I don't fuck with her. I don't like her. She's a shady bitch. She's a narcissist. And I'm just like, mm. The last interaction we had was her telling my mother to send me to live with her in fucking West Virginia. West Virginia. West Virginia. To go spend. Take me home. (laughs) Southern home. West Virginia. Sorry. She told my mom to send me there and that she would straighten me out. And my mom was like good fucking luck mm-hmm. so like i don't fuck with my aunt so i feel like you go for one day and she drives you back herself yeah exactly <laughs> what's nothing to do with me like i 
So, like, I feel like if she died, like, honestly, I don't know. I, I, I'd be upset. I'd be upset for my cousins. Mm-hmm. I, I would be upset for the people who did love her. But me, like, I don't, I don't love her. So why am I going to say that? Mm-hmm. So I get that. I definitely get that. Are you taking a sippy sippy? Mm-hmm. Okay. As you take your sippy sippy, what, out of all the things that you've done in your life, would you say that you're most proud of? The woman was too stunned to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's ongoing and I'm constantly proud of the fact that I do like stick to my authentic true self Mm -hmm. and I worked really really goddamn hard to get there Mm -hmm. but I've always kind of marched to my own fucking beat and I'm really proud of the fact that, like, even though, like, yeah, a lot of shit has happened mm-hmm. and a lot of things have happened, both good and bad, and maybe something shouldn't have happened and maybe something should have happened differently. But regardless... You can never change the past. Exactly. You can always move forward. Regardless, it happened. Like, there's not, there's not much I can do about it except move forward. But even just after everything, like, I'm still, I'm still me. I'm still the same me that I was when I was a little kid. Like, I still enjoy playing with chalk. I still enjoy reading. I say what I have to fucking say. Yeah. I've gotten I've gotten better at not staying in situations I'm not comfortable in. I voice my opinion. Like, I guess I'm just proud of the person I've grown into. And the person you're becoming. Exactly. I could say that about myself, too. I, like, you know, I'm definitely not the same person, like, that I was last mm-hmm. October at all. Nope. Fucking getting my heart broken and, like, going through a crazy ride. You know, I'm definitely not that person anymore. I feel like I definitely don't take a lot of shit that I used to, either. No, you definitely fucking don't. And I'm so proud of you for that. Thank you. I've been working on it. It's part of my journey. <laughs> I feel that. I definitely feel that. Yeah. And, like, that's the cool thing. That's the cool thing about growth. Like, you get to watch other people do it, and you get to experience it. Oh, when I see, like, you or, like, my other friends, like, growing. I'm not going to say. I mean, yes, like, growing more mature. And not saying, like, you guys are immature. But, like, growing into more... Growing into the people who we're supposed to be, we're supposed to become. Yeah, and becoming exactly. more aware of things. I mean, fucking standing in the high stands cheering y'all on, like I know. <laughs> with my flags, with <laughs> fucking uh, what's it, cardboard boxes with the number <laughs> one fan that says your name on it. That's how I be. Yes, you're definitely, you're definitely one of my number one cheerleaders. I fucking love it. Oh, it's so good. I'll tell you when you're being stupid, but I will still cheer you on. Yeah. 
I think I think I'm pretty solid at like not being real stupid anymore. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, I definitely don't drink the dumb bitch juice as much as I did because mm-hmm. that was a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think I don't know. I feel like after my engagement ended, I feel like I changed, but I didn't necessarily change I feel like I changed through the entire relationship and disconnected from who I was and who I really like was supposed to be and was comfortable with and someone that I knew Mm -hmm. but when it ended I feel like I've been on this wild goddamn journey Mm -hmm. and I know I've taken you along with it because like perfect example this summer this summer was all about just having fun because I didn't yeah. do shit last summer. Yeah. So that was my first summer. My first summer back to who I was. You're. It's your summer working on yourself and making sure you were happier rather than the people in your life or people that are around you. You actually took initiative to make my let happy, and I. I liked watching that happen. 10 out of 10 experience. (laughs) 10 out of 10. Do recommend. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, I recommend. Take time for yourself. Do what makes you happy. There's like five things that actually bring me joy in life, so you know I'm gonna fucking do them. (laughs) (laughs) Going to concerts. Seeing little baby. Oh, my God. Now cuddling Lola. (laughs) hanging out with your closest friends oh yeah and enjoying fried green beans oh i love me some fried green beans Ugh, so good i love vegetables love a good vegetable that broccoli pasta was so good yeah it was love it so good thank you for feeding me of course (laughs) My lit got spoiled today with broccoli pasta and pa- uh, pasta <laughs> with pasta and pasta with apple pie, homemade, hand-picked apples, love on top, and then ice cream on top of the love. It doesn't get better than that. It, it really doesn't. And then organic broccoli. Boom. <laughs> does not get better than that. Truly, genuinely spoiled. So, what I've noticed, like, like, I've always, like, really, like, cooked for myself. But, like, growing up, my mom used to, um, like, make, like, when I was younger, she used to cook really well. But I feel like Mm -hmm. she's gotten, like, lazy over the years. But, like, you know, she was sick when I was younger, too. But it's also, like, I can't do frozen shit. Like, I can't do canned vegetables and I can't do frozen foods are like frozen vegetables like even like how they have like the vegan stuff like you put in the freezer and like you put in the microwave or whatever i can't do that and i can't i can barely do like tossing shit in the microwave like i can i can do microwave food i don't i don't necessarily like it but i can do it and this is the beauty of the air fryer yeah no we don't have an air fryer so i gotta i got you uh, putting fries, like cold fries, in an air fryer for like two minutes brings them right back to life. Oh. So, like, 
I really, we don't do canned vegetables. I do not do canned vegetables. That is not happening in my world. That's disgusting. My aunt would Ugh. make pasta. Ugh. Okay, I don't know why she would make this for me. Like, she knows I like mushrooms, but she would make, like, bow tie pasta. And then instead of a sauce, she would put Italian dressing and then canned mushrooms and mix it together. That doesn't sound appetizing. It was not. It was not ever. And, like, I would feel so bad. Like, especially, like, when I first became vegan, like, she would make her own Italian dressing to, like, make sure I can have it and then put the canned vegetables on it. And she would make, she would make, like, another one for everybody else with, like, meat and stuff in it. But then she would make me, like, my full, like, full rubber meat, like, like, rectangular, like, giant container of that. And I'm just like, I really got to eat this for the week. Because I, I would feel bad if I'm like, no, you don't have to do that. And I've, I've said it to her a few times, and she would still make it. Oh. Oh, that's gross. But no, what thanks. I was getting on about, like, canned and, like, frozen and stuff, I feel like me cooking for myself, or even just, like, growing a lot of my own stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, when you grow your own stuff, it's always, like, better because you actually know, like, what's going on with it. But it's, like, growing my own stuff and then, like, cooking with real vegetables mm-hmm. you can definitely taste the difference yeah 100 like i feel like a lot of the stuff like my mom would make with like canned vegetables or like frozen vegetables i would always just be like no this is disgusting but Ugh. i never realized it was disgusting because it was definitely super freezer burned oh. and then she would like heat it up in the pan like she wouldn't even like let it defrost she'd put it in the pan oh and then that's gross yes my mom cooked with like real vegetables and like vegetables from her garden and shit so Mm -hmm. i i prefer real vegetables yeah i really don't eat canned vegetables please don't give me those they're nasty i will not eat it i cannot eat it because i will throw up but i can tolerate frozen vegetables sometimes not often yeah no like frozen broccoli i can't do it Mm mm-mm it's just so mushy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Ew. Or like frozen squash can't do it. I'd rather I'd rather buy the squash and cut it up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna end this episode. My let was this fun for you? Yes. Did you have the best fun. time ever? I had the time of my life. A week late. A week and, th- late. and that's that's on me because I was working last week that's fine i, I died work. <laughs> I, I, I died, <laughs> died. i got tattooed and then i went night night yeah all right thanks for listening this is vibing with cell i'm cell and this is my lit and instagram is vibing dot with dot cell sel and if you're listening on spotify thank you i appreciate you i love you so much also, we're on Apple Podcasts now, so it's still vibing with Cell. Instagram's still the same. And if you were one of the three people that listened to me on Apple Podcasts, I love you the most. Just kidding. Maybe I'm not. I love you. Thank you. I appreciate you. You matter. You're loved. And have a good night.